and three and two and fucking one. <clears throat> What's up? I've had a week off, man. I'm fucking excited. I'm excited. Rip tonight. roaring. We haven't we haven't missed a week since almost the beginning. Have we? we missed one we missed very one early. week, and that was just like a hell random like, yeah, nah, it can't be fucked. And now, no last week you were actually on a fucking holiday. Yeah, and I had cunts messaging me like, "Fucking new cunts going to talk about recording. the fucking election," and I was like, "No, no. you have to wait a few weeks." Yeah, um, because we got some guests coming up. We We've do. got an amazing guest here tonight. Big uh, rousing introduction for my boy Andy Land. How are you, brother? I'm uh, I'm living it up. I'm living good. it up. It's good. <laughs> He's rocked up in the sexy work cab. He was here how many minutes early? About oh, 45 minutes early. 45 minutes early. Yeah, he I dead me. Say, like, I was sitting out the front listening really? to the podcast. I told, <laughs> oh, him, to shit. I told him to knock. But yeah, yeah. Oh, listening well. to you guys talk about music. I'm like, fuck yeah, I know what I'm in for now. When he opened the door and saw the D's nut hat tattoos and thing, he would have known you were here for the fucking podcast. Oh, yeah, that's pretty, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're definitely not delivering for Uber Eats, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, side hustle. Yeah, it's good to have you on, man. You messaged uh, you messaged us a while ago, um, saying that you were you were having a listen and that you fucking were digging what we were talking about. And I said to you, you're gonna have to jump on sometime. And then you reminded me, like, oi, cunt, I was serious. I want to fucking come on. <laughs> yeah, and I was oof. like, fuck yes, all right. And we booked in a time. Um, tried to book in last week, but then realised that uh, Tyzer was going to be on on uh, KI. So we 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 made it happen this week. And that's fuck fucking, yeah. Thanks for coming up, bro. It's good to have you here. Um, no so I wanted to – I've just made you fucking give me this list because I want to start tonight because I, I, I love the fact that you are probably one of um, Adelaide's biggest band halls of all time. Oh, that's um, worse than me, believe it or not. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. man. He's going to name and shame now. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're up there. You're definitely up there. I mean, what, what have I got here? I've got eight. That's eight and in a 15-year period. That's not too bad. Eight and 15. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's pretty oh, good. That's, that's, right, that's one yeah. every two years. One every, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you put it in that oh, perspective. Oh, holy shit. I missed, missed one. one because <laughs> – the first ever band I played for was This Against You, and that was when I was 15 years there old. There you go. This yeah, okay. All right, so there, there you, go. you go. That's the first one. This Against You, and what did you do in that band? Drums. Drums, okay, because you were you were like a more proficient drummer in your early days, weren't you? <laughs> Fuck no. Oh, really? <laughs> no, 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 no. You just like to hit shit? Or? No, 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 so, you were, uh, so what did you start? What was your first yeah, instrument? Yeah, let, let's talk G- about instruments. Guitar. Like I learned guitar in like primary school and high school. Wow. Yeah. And then um, for some stupid reason, I'm just like, I want to beat the shit out of stuff. Yeah, yeah, drums are fucking so, cool, man. Yeah. I was actually thinking about buying an electric kit. Do just just do like, I, I'm not good at all. Just get like a double kicker, get an electric kit and just fucking... <laughs> well, I've actually lined up... Uh, do you know Cody Bishop? You know the name? Yeah, he uh, runs uh, Banging Drum Restorations. And I went to primary school and high school with him and he's a fucking great dude. Actually, and I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I messaged him. Uh, he recently beat cancer a few years ago. Oh, I'm good sure. on him. He's a fucking... If, you, if you're listening, Cody, I fucking love you. You're a sick cunt. Um, I messaged him about because he does the the drum restoration business yeah. and i want to get winston a kit like his first little kit right yeah. because he's had a couple of plastic ones that he's just beaten the fuck out of <laughs> and he's yeah. shown that he's already got some like rhythm potential obviously i play drums at least to a point that i can teach him the basics and then if he really loves it i can you know get someone to teach him more um and so i messaged him and i was like hey like I, i'd like you to see if you could put a kit together and he's like yeah i've got an awesome one here man 100 bucks i'm like no dude like it's we're gonna be fucking worth more than that he's like no, no i've known you forever 100 dollars." so winston's getting a fucking proper like smaller but proper kit yeah, for christmas for a fucking hundred dollars nice. because he's a sick cunt so nice um, that's so sick dude and everyone's like why are you gonna buy bucks. him yeah and it's like a resto little kit yeah and it's, and it's and got like a hi-hat and a kick yeah, pedal. yeah. Oh, and, and everyone's like why would you buy him a drum sound like, i don't give a fuck it's like as long as as i said 
said, when he, he's going to be four next year and he can start yeah. to like learn how to do it properly. But I don't know. Like I've been around bands and mu- and noise and music for so long that it's not. I'm not one of those old fuddy daddy cunts that's like, oh, keep that racket down. You yeah. know what I mean? I'll yeah. tell you what though, and this drums will, are loud, but this will save you and the messes. Remo silent stroke heads. Yeah, made out of mesh. Yep, perfect. And the Zildjian L80 symbols. Yeah, are they the black, the black like rubbery looking symbols? No, no, no. So they're they're a normal symbol, metal. That's made like any symbol, but it's thousands of holes perforated. Oh, um, I've seen so those. Eighty percent quieter than any oh, symbol. Oh, so it has really? a nice little tone. Yeah, but it's just doesn't just have that huge. Like, I've got it set up in my like in in my townhouse. Yeah, and I play, and you can barely fucking. No like, shit. I've seen those amazing. like holy crashes and shit, and I was always wondering like, what, what's, what's the, the purpose? Point? But that makes like, sense. It's to stop the because obviously it would vibrate and then yeah, the I guess they'd sound be less would mass- exit out yeah. the fucking holes. There's, yeah. there's, there's nothing for the reverberation to continue on. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then wow. and then just get him a big like 19 inch Zildjian cat like cra- uh, China. Sorry, the loudest yeah. fucking thing you can yeah. get. Well, as look, as long that. as he's hitting that China in the start before a breakdown <laughs> yeah, comes, and I'm fucking happy. Fuck that. Get him a gong. Yeah, <laughs> get him a gong. No, he needs, gong. <laughs> needs more cowbell, bro. <laughs> yeah, I will give him a cowbell. Um, my mate uh, Jamie Charlotte, he actually has he he did fucking like jazz and whatever drums. I remember Jamie. Jamie, yeah, yeah, yeah good yeah. drummer, man. Yeah. but he. Fucking setup that he had, man, was just was like ridiculous. So stupid. <laughs> like I'm talking twenty five thousand dollar kit. No, and it's shit. just got one of every possible thing that you can get, every size symbol that you can get. And he had a rack of cowbells, like a whole really? fucking rack of like cowbells. <laughs> he had rocket toms. Did he have chimes? Yeah. Don't let. Did, did he have? Yeah, chimes? oh yeah, the little chimes. Yeah, he had chimes. He had chimes, dude. Fuck, he was a full session drummer. He hit you like you could be like, I'm gonna be be recording a jazz. Hardcore Slayer tribute band. Yeah. And he'll be like, yeah, done. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, sick. It was one of those just very technical, very technical. But then because he loved metal, like it was such a cool, like, contrast between very technical drumming and also just fucking hitting shit. Yeah, that's cool. Um, That's cool. Good stuff. But yeah, so let's get back to this list, all right? Um, you, you'll find that we tangent fucking hard. Oh, yeah. The ta- you can't rein the tangents in. It's like like a buck and bull. You just sit we'll on talk, and get We'll be talking around. about 9 in no time. Um, so, <laughs> um, so what was the first one you said again? Uh, this against you. This against you. Good yeah. band name. Very punk poppy, actually. Yeah. It, very, was, it was a was pop it? punk band. Christian yeah. pop punk. Oh, it was Christian. 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 Yeah. So that was all the rage in like oh, early yeah. Fowlers 2008, but, 2007. Well, look, that's, that's the funny thing, man. 2008. Five to 2006, I'm playing for this Christian pop punk band while wearing fucking Slipknot and Slayer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's a, it's weird, like, looking back, because I was even telling someone the other day, we were talking about, like, remember POD? Yeah. They were yeah. Christian as fuck. And I was like, August Burn Reds were Christian. August Burns Red were Christian as fuck as well. I don't know if they still are. A few yeah. of them have changed. Fit for this a King, the for a king their... even said that. They were like, we used to be, like, hardcore Christian. Yeah, and now, now we're, like, like kind of don't want to just seem that way to yeah. people. Yeah. 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 Like, Fit for a King. I can't trust a band with synchronized headbanging. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. <laughs> just that's throws true. me off every time. Um, but yeah, it's always funny to see a band like start off like, yeah, we just we want to start the show tonight by thanking Jesus, and then like yeah. ten years later they come out and they're like, we fucking love Satan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so crazy. guess that's what being in a band for ten years does yeah, to you. Yeah, right? Like, there's it. no higher countless, power. Countless kilometers on the road and yeah. cocaine in the nose. Yeah, like. that's right. You hang out with fucking a bunch of scumbags for that long, and there's no way you're fucking going yeah, to a soon, higher place. As soon as you start oh, meeting the cross punks, you, you're done. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, right. 
See, there you go. We did it again, right? I was trying to start the All list. All right. And let's, then let's, okay. I want you to just spit out the list now. Just okay. spit this quick fire and then we'll come back. All right. Go uh, on. Next band on this list uh, was Death at a Funeral. And we're going to tangent off this one because I don't give a fuck. No, we'll come back to it. We'll come back to <laughs> yeah, it. Come right? back, Death yeah. at a Funeral. Uh, Attica. Um, oh, so you were the vocalist for Death at a Funeral. Yep. Um, you were the guitarist for Attica. <laughs> yeah. uh, you were then the drummer for Dead Joe. Yes. Uh, whilst also then starting and playing guitar for Our Conquest. Yes. Um, who I'm sure a few people will recognize because they started doing pretty fucking well there for a while. Um, then you were vocals and guitar for to Killer Capture, which was pretty much your little own project that kind of expanded into something um, after a while. Yep. Um, then you were doing bass for Cutthroat, um, who were dope. Um, and then you were uh, vocals for Vicious Judgment. And uh, then you're just about to finish up as of this weekend as the drummer for Tunnel Vision. So tell us a little bit about... Um, I guess your your musical journey there and, and finishing up with Tunnel Vision on this weekend and where's the show and all of that shit. Shit. Um, all right. So basically to kill a capture. Oh, fuck, that's the wrong name already. Um, this against you started out with a couple of guys I worked with at KFC at like my first ever job. Yeah. yeah like, hey, we, Zinger band. It's Zinger band. Yeah. <laughs> we need a drummer. I'm like, I like metal. They're like, this is kind of pop punk. I'm like, no, it's whatever. Yeah. So, Started that. That went for a couple of years, and then um, just did nothing with it. We were a Christian pop punk yeah. band, man. So what was going to happen? Um, and then you know, you discover other things like going out and partying, and alcohol. I didn't really give a shit about the yeah. band. Yeah. Um, left that, and then we had what was uh, death at a funeral. Death at a funeral. Now yeah. that started. We would we were doing a course in Salisbury. Uh, like a, an, an event management course. And that's where I met like Luke and Craig and like Pete and all, all those guys. And so they had this singer for this band they were starting. He wasn't good. And I'm like, hey, I can sing. Never sang before. I just like busted out some bleeding through. Was it was it, yeah. scre- was it just screaming or singing? Oh, straight singing? up. Straight yeah, up just screaming. screaming. We yeah. did have one song with some vocals. Yeah, but it was clean. mostly... Yeah. It was funny because like I was um I was very still like just smashing Fallout Boy and what I like oh, I just started okay. actually I just started a tray you and so escape. What, the so fate, what year was this we talking about? Uh this is two thousand and five, two thousand six. Two thousand eight. No, it can't have been two thousand eight because oh, yeah, I finished okay. high school in two thousand and eight. Yeah, I know. Two thousand and eight I was into like but I was, death I was and eighteen shit. when it was happening and I turned eighteen in two thousand and eight. Fuck. Yeah, man. Yeah, wow, must have been. Yeah. Well, oh, I suppose I was only seven. Yeah, so I was only seventeen, and it was early yeah. in two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Probably. yeah. Okay. So if you were playing shows at Fowler's in two thousand and eight, well, no. Th- yeah, yeah, I would have been. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I definitely would have seen you play then. <laughs> so these the the shows that I remember though were fucking um the what was that Salisbury. That's where, yeah, twelve twenty-five. That little fucking theater, fucking dingy as place in Salisbury. Twenty-five, okay. cool stage. It was, um, it was a cool stage, yeah. yeah. yeah and nice. then also NSS. Have you been to NSS? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah that battle of the bands where you fucking lost to the girl band, and it was a fucking absolutely rigged because they had no musical talent whatsoever. But oh, you know, was it that bad? <laughs> oh, bro, objectively bad. Like, it was bad. a robbery. It was a really? robbery. Like, yeah, it was a robbery. So what band was that that you got robbed in? That, that was, was Death at a Funeral. Right. So since they got robbed, we also did a little bit of robbing. And hopefully this doesn't come back to haunt us. But they had a whole bunch of merch out the back, like Avenged Sevenfolded shit, and we racked like fucking. <laughs> really? <laughs> we yes. racked like thirty t-shirts. You're bad human being. Well, fuck them, because it was the whole thing of like, because in terms of like musical talent, these guys were miles ahead at this point in yeah, time. But yeah, because yeah. the other band weren't screaming, and it was more like 
you know, f- judge friendly. They, they, folks. yeah, they won, and it was just right. like you're you're rewarding someone who's like at the level of smoke on a water like. Oh, guitar. was it that bad? Like it was pretty bad. Like they, bad. yeah, it, just in terms of like how you know you guys, and the only thing that you had working against you was fucking Dante being a prick that night and playing not to the audience. Do you remember how he turned his back because he was having a fucking cry about something? Yeah. So he spent the whole what? gig like facing the drummer yeah. instead of like facing the audience because he was having a fucking sook about something. Yeah. What? Was this your vocalist did that? No, he was a bassist. Oh, so, oh, I mean, no one was looking at him. No one was looking at him. You could have put him on a backing track and no one was Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that was a pretty that was a pretty hectic night. But um, so what, um, yeah, what, what was the end of Death at a Funeral? You guys just decided fucking... I don't know, man. That's like ten years ago. Yeah, no, that's a long <laughs> like, time. Even longer. That's like twelve years ago. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Um. Because I'm trying to think. Because the next band that Luke went into, I think he was into. He was in for a while. I'm well, trying to think Luke what they were. actually started in Attica with me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Kane jumped on board Death at a Funeral. When yeah. We played Elizabeth Loser. Yeah. And then Kane, myself, Luke, and my mate Jeremy. Yes, mate I remember Jeremy. Jeremy yeah. Um was on drums and then Luke left because he just he went missing for like two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> We're yeah. like, where are you? He's like, what? And I was like, Rick is I'm like, where's Luke? <laughs> like he just didn't rock up. So we like, what Luke. the fuck do we do? Did you go yeah. to Elizapalooza, dude? No, I know what you're talking fucking about. Sick, that was dude. Dry. Yeah. Fucking Shit. headed by um uh, uh, by the getaway well, plan. Getaway plan. It was the fucking it was oh, the headline. Yeah, yeah, fun calls. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. I didn't didn't go though. I wish that they did more cool That's, shit like that. They did. Yeah. They did another one. Had the red shore and all that. Yes. Yeah. Do they really? Oh, yeah. I was listening to the red shore the other day because what did I start with? I started with a fucking. Um, I was listening to the new Thy as murder. Oh, and my yeah. Spotify will just play like whatever it wants to next. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So then it went to like a fucking Oceano song and then it was on a Redshaw song and I was just like in this fucking absolute tunnel of like oh, the most heaviest like, shit of all time. Redshaw were like always playing at the underground and like just yeah. playing heaps at Adelaide, in Adelaide, man. Yeah. Like fucking heaps. They, they, um, the Avarice of Man is so underrated. That is such a good – That was I believe that was their last album. Yeah. So that had like a different vocalist. It had a different drummer. Paddo fucking loves them as well. That's yeah, well, he, he, he was one yesterday told me, he's like, oh, I fucking thought his murder got a new song out. You got to suss it out. So yeah. we'll listen to it after this. Yeah. Have you not listened it. to it yet? Nah, dude. Nah, you, I haven't. You sussed it, didn't you, Rookie? You thought yeah? it was fucking killer. Yeah. What? Rookie's out, in the background again, as always. Oh, okay. Is anything ever going to be Rain yeah. of Darkness? Fuck no. Is, have, you listened, <laughs> have you listened to the DSC cover of that? Huh? So DSC, you know DSC yeah, is, yeah, right? Yeah. He does a cover of Rain of Darkness and it's fucking amazing, dude. Really? There'll never mm. be... No, all right, so purely mm. for... The purely for a song being sung in that way with the most brutal lyrics of all time. It's like Rain of Darkness. Pretty like, much. No, it's, not yeah, like, okay. it's more like <laughs> slow and... But the, here's my argument with it. It's not a cover. It's an... Uh, reinvention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Reimaginated. Oh, no, yeah. None of the riffs. None of the reimagined. Not reimaginated. <laughs> reimagined <laughs> re-imaginated. in another dimension. One and a half fortnights later, they fucking. No, what was it you say? One and a half. Yeah, one and a yeah, half one, fortnights. Yeah, one and a half fortnights later, they reimagined it oh, into a new fucking. dimension. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Yeah, no, what a fucking but yeah, it is great, but it's definitely not a cover. Definitely not a cover, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I apologise to uh, so, CJ and the and so, the whole crew. So after Lizapalooza, who was the next band? So, so, after, after so then there was Attica, yeah. It would have been Attica. So they lasted for a while, didn't they? Couple yeah. years. Yeah, I, I was going to say, Attica was around for a while. So I got to see a few times. 
We got we oh, had a few different members here and there, and then that kind of just fucking fell to shit. And then we started sort of a band after that called Cora Dean. And, I remember um, that too, actually. I I, oh, I can't believe if I got I can't remember if I got kicked out of that or if I left. But that was it. Maybe a bit of both. Potato, tomato, pretty much. Maybe yeah. you were like, "I'm leaving," and they were you're like, like "No, well, you're you... out." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that was the thing, and that, uh, there's something went on because I got real angry, and that's when I packed up and just fucked off to Melbourne. Yeah, okay, so and then got 12 hours a week. Got 12 hours a week and yeah. Hertz car rental. That yeah. must have hurt. All right, sorry. Shout, <laughs> out to Hertz, shout out to Hertz car rental sponsor of today's video. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fuck Hertz. Dude. 12 hours a week, baby. Yeah, um, no shit. So yeah, I've, I jammed with a couple guys over there, but then like came home, um, got very sick over there, and then came home just to be with my family, and then I'm um, you know made amends with the guys like Kane and that, and we're just like fuck, let's do it. Like why not? Let's just start another band. Mm-hmm. So we did it, and it just it was it was awesome. Like. Sweet. This is our conquest. We're yeah, talking about yeah, yeah, our conquest. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've heard of our con- our conquest and tunnel vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As, yeah. And especially when Pato was doing your pre pros and shit, he showed me. Yeah, I remember him showing me a couple of years ago. That would have been like what 2015, 16, 17. Right? Oh, that was yeah, cutthroat. Yeah, did that them four. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then yeah, I like I got the boot from that that band. You know, that's different stories i've heard but i'm like whatever it is what it is yeah i was obviously pretty angry but the beauty the beautiful thing about anger is your creativity just goes fucking yeah fucking <laughs> any emotion in your creativity is just like <laughs> i wrote like an ep for two color capture in a week like recorded it and wow it was just like a lot of it was very fucking aggressive yeah. like yeah. i'll give it that like it was just straight so you, up so hard. you recorded it mixed and mastered it and released it in a week Mix and mastered is a subjective. Oh, okay, yeah, right. So you tracked it. I tra- and released I, it in a week. I tracked. No, I didn't release it all. I had I had songs stored and then songs that just would not see the light of day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then with that, I was just rolling along, and then I met like um, met this dude, met these two dudes, Jesse and Tom, and they jumped on board and we turned it into a band. Yeah, and. That went for a while. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, that one was pretty long as well. And then uh, there was one point where you know J- Jesse had left, and um, we basically had Sam come on board. Sam was the, the guitarist of Visions and mm-hmm. Day of My Disaster. Yep, Sam Tonkin. Um, and then so, and that's when I said, "Fuck, man, like I'm sick of being a vocalist." Eh? Yeah, so I'm yeah. like, "Give me a guitar." So I went to guitar and then we brought in Caleb to be on vocals. And then that went for a little while longer and the band sort of just fizzled just out. Fizzled out. Yeah. 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 Um, we did a couple of Melbourne shows as both lineups, I believe. And then. Uh, oh, so wait, hold on a minute. You're saying our conquest turned into Tunnel Vision? No. Oh, so this is. So this what, is Tequila Capture, isn't it? Oh, yeah, Tequila Capture, Capture turned into uh, another name. Yes, so Tequila Capture, like once it fizzled out, we had we had this EP written with, and we had two specific songs that had no vocals. Well, they had vocals written for them, but they were still like it was the end of the band. We're not gonna fuck. Yeah, them. yeah. So we're like, maybe we'll just take them and see what we can create with this. And so it was myself, Sam, 
um, Josh Law, who plays for Brain Freeze, mm-hmm. and uh, Dan Julio. Um, and then we play. We started that band. Our first show was supporting uh, Sworn Enemy from Queens, New yeah, York. Yeah, so that that was like yeah, fucking amazing. Like, hey, you on? <laughs> pretty good. And then it's then fuck man. It we hustled and hustled and hustled and hustled and it just fucking as is in the music scene. It's it's, it's like the harder you try, no one gives a fuck. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like. Bro, I feel that on a fucking level, man. I mean, like, yeah. it's all honestly like music is a lot of who you know. Yeah. Well, and it's also a lot of just marketing. If you've got money to put into marketing. Yeah. Like, unfortunately, like, I've seen people that have made like excellent music and I've had friends that have made excellent music and they're like, oh, fuck, I'll just like chuck it up on SoundCloud and then like, yeah, that see how it goes. Yeah. And then they only end up getting like three, four hundred plays yeah. and they're like, oh, what the fuck? And it's, objectively good music yeah. but because they're not spending the time doing a marketing strategy and like a, a, a plan to release it and hype it and shit like that then yeah, it, it just gets nowhere yeah and that was one thing like when i was listening to the podcast sitting in the car like a loser before um what you guys were talking about music one thing like i want to bring up is adelaide has this specific thing where there's more people in bands than there are fans of bands mm, yeah like you go to any show you can pick someone at random go what band you in yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I'm in this band and this band. It's just, that's what it is. It's always been yeah. the way, and it worked when, when we had enough of a when we had enough of a, a like I want to call it a scene, but like we had the Community. nights available to us to actually yeah. like be able to rotate a lot of these up and coming bands through, and people yeah. were coming out consistently. Yeah, it I worked mean, really well. I feel like because back then, then there was people- like there was this like you know healthy competition, and there was this yeah. like everyone looking after each other. But soon as it stops. Like as soon as we stopped having consistent nights that bands could actually play, yeah, it just became and that's where black market became the only like really. Yeah. And phase. then when that died, so did the fucking the yeah. rest of the thing, you know. That's and it. this, you know, you've got this like taking back Saturday shit now as like the only thing for the fans of the music. Yeah, there's no bands playing. There's nah, none of that that's shit anymore, taking you know? back Saturday is just the the people who used to go to Psych who are now thirty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is cool. I mean, it's still good it's that you can go good. somewhere yeah, and listen to something other than fucking. But smelling like darts and Jaeger, that's way beyond them. Like beyond me these days. But it's just sad that there's nowhere to just go out and catch. Like, I mean, that's what I fucking. I mean, I went to so many fucking black markets, dude, because it was just such a cool thing to be able to. Yeah, black markets. Like, I'd leave work on a Friday. I'd go to fucking Cranker or Austral because that was around the corner from my work. Sink piss till fucking eight thirty. Walk down to Light Square or get a cab if I was pissed as. Um, go to fucking uh, BM. Get to watch two or three bands, and then sometimes yeah. you're watching fucking like legit fucking yeah. like huge like bands. Acacia Strain played yeah. a few times. And, Oceano, and, yeah. Um, Spain, fucking bands that played. First Blood, yeah. Fucking there was huge bands. So man. many fucking huge bands playing all the Versions time. Crown even played a few times. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And so it was just like, and then, you know, that all the bands finish up and you're just fucking throwing down to fucking Parkway and a day to remember yeah. and all of this fucking shit. <laughs> I, was, I, was like chilling the, I was like chilling on the balcony, like, because everyone oh. smoked and like, because I never smoked. I, I, I didn't want to be the only one like inside chilling, you know. So I'd always go out and we just end up like going out on the balcony at probably... Let's say if we get there at 9.30, we go on the balcony and then like we're like, oh, all right, let's go downstairs and I'm looking, it's like three in the morning. Yeah, dude. Been on the balcony for like fucking dude, it's just a that many hours. Absolute fucking magical place that was. It was. The floors were fucking horrible, dude. I've <laughs> oh. almost stacked it. 
about a thousand times. Like, because you're coming off the balcony, which is just this rustic, rickety wood thing that, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're not Barely slipping on that thing a damn place, right? Because there's that much fucking rigid, like, surface. And then you go onto that black and white <laughs> tile yeah, floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. as soon as your first fucking foot hits it, you're just like, Shh. Oh, dude. Yeah, like and Kate girls, and... the amount of times you just see girls fucking absolute get vertical in the air from slipping <laughs> and then just come down baby with giraffing. an absolute spine breaker. Just baby giraffing. Oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, man. What a fucking place. And then they, they moved it to HQ, which was horrible. Oh, and they moved yeah. it to Enigma. And like, I love Enigma. Oh, yeah. but I love HQ Enigma. Is bad, man. I love Enigma as Enigma, not Enigma as trying to be black market. Um, so, yeah. it's pro- The sad thing is, is that like Psych, the producer's bar, is just not getting used. Yeah. The Colonel Light is just not getting used. And they're both seriously good uh, I venues. Producer's yeah. bar is now owned by the Indigenous uh, building next door. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. As long as so it's getting used. Yeah, hey, it will, yeah, it will be. Some. Because the guy who was the last... Oh, yeah, dude. wasn't he running some fucking dude, full-blown meth operation? Biggest, what? biggest meth bust in history in Australia, I believe. What, this dude at fucking Psych? The dude, no, the dude that was running... The, the the manager of um, Producers Bar. after Well, right. after Psych had been. Yeah. Well okay. Yeah. So I'd, I I used to run shows there. Yeah. I'd bring them up. Where the fuck are you, man? I'm like, I need to get in. I've got bands waiting. I've got people waiting to get in. You haven't even got a sound guy here. Yeah. You know, like, and he'd get out of this car. He's all fucked up. And, like, and then turns out, man, he fucking was importing so much drugs <laughs> like he got no done shit. there's a photo of him and two other guys like handcuffed on a jetty in wa yeah right uh, with next to a van it's yeah it's <laughs> fucking i'm hell, like man. and I've, i'm yeah. messaging him like what's going on what's going and turns out the guy's in prison so oh dude yeah man. insane man insane that's um so so i've got to ask what is your favorite instrument if you had if you had to pick one if you're going to be in a band what, what would you be it'd be bass You'd be bass. Yeah, man. You want to hold it down for the underground, man. Dude, it's just fucking so good. You can fuck up. No one hears it. Yeah. <laughs> you reckon? Chuck yeah, so you get some nah, you play a wrong note on bass, the... man. You, you oh, like, you not when it. you're only playing one string. You're yeah, good. I guess yeah. so. Yeah, when you're only playing zero. Come on, ones. man. I'm playing yeah. hardcore bands. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah no bass, fucking... man. I love bass. I've always loved bass since like my first bass player who I like idolized when I was a kid was like Fieldy from Corn. Yeah, okay. Like, so yeah. Yeah, you're actually like, not pulling my leg. You actually would play bass. Yeah, okay. There you go. Because it's just well, a bit of love for the bass. You get a real fat, dirty fucking tone. Yeah. Oh, fat. I love Ooh. a good bass tone, man. Honestly, love it. It yeah, feels yeah, out yeah, the probably, mix so probably well. Probably bass. Yeah. Cool. Fuck being a vocalist. Drummer. It's fucking lugging shit everywhere. Yeah. 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 Walking up to a drum kit and playing it, but having to actually maintain and fucking being the last one there at three in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Bringing in your kit up. and shit, like yeah. Accidentally smashing it in the doorway as you come out, like and fucking it up. Yep. Chipping the fucking imagine, wood man. or whatever, yeah. Most yeah. of most of my career, I've just, it's just been vocals. So I've only, yeah. I like just done vocals. But now in this new band with Pado, I'm doing vocals and um, guitar. So yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, sweet. So that should be good. Yeah, I fucking yeah, do my vocals on comedy on stage. So yeah, much a vocalist. Yeah, sick man. <laughs> I've been in. Wait, does, 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 does the podcast know that Rookie's done his first show? No, I don't think it does. Because we couldn't talk about it before because we were hiding the secret from. From his lovely missus. Yeah. Um, but our our resident wormholes uh, groupie who uh, you might remember from an episode a few weeks ago, Rookie, actually got up on stage uh, three weeks ago now. You've been up twice. You've got the bug. He's got up twice. Yeah. When did you go the second time? Last Thursday. 
Oh, nice. Um, so he got up and did his first ever uh, stand-up comedy show a few weeks ago and it didn't suck. It was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It really didn't I'll suck. I'll give it to him. And uh, this is what I said to him. When I did my first ever one, right, I, I remember I had all these people come up to me afterwards and they were like, oh, that was that was all right. I'm like, why are you saying it like that? And they're like, we came here to watch you crash and burn. Yeah. <laughs> like, we didn't come here to watch like somewhat competent like comedy. We wanted you to fucking <laughs> we don't want success around flail here. around. Like, um, and yeah, I kind of had that feeling with Rookie as well. Like he... Oh, like there was no nerves. Like he he he'd done the set in front of me. Yeah, he done the it Thursday me night, well. and then he did. It was fucking exactly the same. Like yeah, perfect. nice. Um, so yeah, and then no, he's like, killer. and it's pretty much since then, I've got a message a day about. I got an idea for this fucking joke or whatever, and I'm like, yeah. Oi, rookie. I've created a monster, but nobody wants to see rookie. Wait, wait, did you did you find when you're on stage that you were getting like a bit nervous? As soon as you went on stage. Yeah. yeah do, you, you do, you, tr- do you feel the same thing, Andy? Like, do you feel like there's nerves before you, so, so me personally, I feel like there's a little bit of nerves before I get on stage and the second I hit stage, completely gone, <laughs> completely like autopilot mode. Oh, um, have I got a story for you. Go on, go on. Uh, we played uh, Tunnel Vision. We played uh, Reactions EP launch last year. Yeah. And I had a full-blown panic attack before Real. our first song. So much that I just, I just sat there. I didn't know what to do, and this went for a good three or four minutes. Oh, so wait, hold a minute. The, the crowd was like, all right, let's go, and you were like. I, I was just sat there, and I had shit. my head in my hands, and like um, uh, basically, you know, Stephen Cook? The, yeah, yeah, the yeah, photographer? the videographer, yep. yep. Actually got Stephen. This, Shout out, Stephen. He got this uh, this great photo of me mid-panic attack. But it's like, it's like a legit photo. It's just yeah. like, holy fuck. But, um, so where were you playing, dude? Jive, man. Oh yeah. So he was in that little room just off to the off to the right. Yeah. Um, and That's then, where I did. A, I did a gig there on Thursday. I'd actually did you not really? been to Jive in fucking forever, and I was out in the little green room. And reactions was fucking written on the wall. It's funny that you mentioned that because I was looking at all that Adam Sandler has written on the wall. Really? Of Jive in two thousand and four. Nice. Um, the beards is like heaps of Adam Sandler and the beards like oh, no. very contrasting. Oh, no. Yeah. So how long were you sitting there for? Three Fuck, minutes. dude, that's crazy. It felt like a fucking eternity. It, it would, probably yeah. would have been three, four minutes. I even at one point stood up and walked into that room. Really? And everyone in the band's kind of like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah, just yeah. Like, And my, like, my mate Ryan was feeling it on bass that night. And he's just like, come on, man, like, fuck it. You can do it. And then so I hit that first. Symbol. And, of course, when you're in a panic attack, noise visuals, everything fucks with you. Yeah. So I hit that first symbol and I shut my eyes and I played the first song and half of the second song with my eyes completely shut. Oh, really? Yeah. And, um, so did you play to a click track? No. 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 Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, otherwise the click track would have ended. Yeah, you would have been into the third <laughs> song by now. And yeah. Yeah. So um, I got through it, but like people ask me how you – how the fuck were you playing those first couple of songs? Because what happened was he, the strobe lights came on. Oh, no. Like, on you? Yeah, and I'm like, what? I'm trying to calm myself down while at the same time exerting energy and yeah. like working myself up. And I got through it. Like we got through the set and I walked out. So I walked to my car and lit up a cigarette and my singer and his girlfriend were out there and it just fucking boom hit again. And I was just like, <gasps> like having another fucking panic no attack. Yeah, that was... That was shit out. Yeah. <laughs> so, dude. yeah. How many people were there? I don't know. 
Yeah, <laughs> was it like know. fairly packed though? Oh, there was quite a few people. Yeah, yeah. okay, no yeah. shit. So it wouldn't have been like it wasn't the biggest show you've ever played. No, no, no. But it's like yeah. having a panic attack in your lounge is kind of fine. Yeah, you do your thing. Having a panic attack on stage with lights on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. a different fucking ball game. That yeah. one. Yeah, it would yeah. be. And then, uh, yeah, man. So, but then there's been other times where I just fucking walk on the stage and I'm just like, boom, let's do this. Just stomp in. Yeah, fucking yeah. nice, dude. What about you? Do you, have you ever had like an experience where you've gone on stage and gone like deer in the headlights or every time I've seen you? No, nah, I've never, I've never had a deer in headlights moment. Um, I, I do get the same though. I have that pre-show like thinking through, am I going to nail this? Am I going to like remember yeah. all the shit? Especially when I do new stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel that nerves beforehand, but same thing, man. As soon as I get out there and especially after I get that first joke, that's why I always, I try to open on shit I've done before unless I have a feeling it's an absolute fucking killer. Yeah. Because if I, yeah. as soon as I get that first laugh out of a crowd, I'm good. Like it doesn't matter what how, happens after that. So, so I know you you can't relate because you're just fucking funny ads, but like how would it feel you reckon if you were just like, all right, spitting out a joke and like you get no reaction for one and then you go, all right, you start setting up a second one and you get no reaction two times in a row. Have you ever had no reaction two yeah, times in a row? I think I've had maybe not no reaction but just not what it deserves. Like, a, right. like probably I've had sets where it's been like, this is fucking killer shit. Like, yeah. But then I guess I just have that feeling now where I'm like, if they're not laughing, I'm like, it's you, not me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like I'm at that point where like, I'm just like, oh, this shit's gold, dude. If like, I if play you're the wrong laughing, string, it's your fucking yeah. fault. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I guess, because when I first ever started, I was always of that opinion. Like I wasn't there for them. Do you know what I mean? I was there for me. Like it was a cool, the reason I was doing it was, the first ever show I did when I got thrown in the deep end um, by Big Al, I just said, "Oh, like the reason I'm not the the thing that I was telling myself um, to to you know get me over those nerves I was like I'm not here for the fucking audience. I'm here to tick something off my bucket list um, to say that I've done a stand up set. Whether I never do another one again, I just want to say, hey, I got up and did stand up because there's yeah. only a small percentage of the fucking planet that can say that they got up and did stand up, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, so that was, and then I've just kind of carried that mentality. Do you know what I mean? Like I've always felt since then, I'm here for my experience or my thing. Like if the crowd laughed, then that's a fucking bonus. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, you know, I'm, I'm just there to to have a good time myself because I love that. I love the feeling, man. And you would, you would both know when you get off stage, especially when things have gone well. Oh, fuck yeah. That feeling that you have, that adrenaline where you're just like, fuck it. And then, you know, I'll walk through the crowd and, and people will be people like, People just like shaking your hand sick, and shit, man. yeah. Yeah. Like I love that. That's why oh, I keep dude. coming back. Yeah, me too, man. And that's what happened Thursday. Like I, I opened that show for Amos Gill. Um, oh yeah, so that was that one, was it? Yeah. So like he's someone who was coming up when I started, right? And like he was winning Raw comedy and like starting to like headline all of these shows. And he was obviously the breakfast host on one hundred when they changed to one hundred seven point one from oh, SAFM. Yeah, he, he was, was the breakfast yeah, host okay. for about four years. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. Then he fucked off to America because he became friends with Jim Jeffries when Jim oh, Jeffries okay. Yeah, because I remember he opened for Jim. Yep. Yeah. And then he lived with Jim and started like doing fucking comedy clubs in LA and shit. Oh, so the dude's dude. legit fucking yeah, killing it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then yeah. Uh, he was obviously at my Bridgeway show. Yeah, I remember he, yeah, he was, he was um, funny as. And then he messaged me last week and was like, do you want to do a show on Thursday? And I was like, uh, I've already got a show. And he's <laughs> like, well, what time? And then I ended up working it out that oh, I was nice. going to do his show first and yeah. then... Um, so I was pretty like real. Shit, just you did the two fact shows that, on Thursday. Yeah, bro. So like Shoot, some different sets fucking, or the same sets. Uh, well, one was five, one was fifteen. So yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, mate. yeah. Fair enough. But I um, so then I, I was like messaging everyone. Like I'm like, dude, fucking Amos messaged me and asked me to come and do an opening set for him. Yeah. Like he knows who the fuck I am, kind of thing. Yeah, sick. Um, and so then I went there, 
And then he was like gassing me up even further. He's like, yeah, I just wanted to bring someone in that I knew was just going to walk out there and fucking kill it. And I'm like, nice. holy shit, dude. <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening right now? Yeah. And then I did walk out there. I fucking murdered it. Like, yes. And my mic cut out in the middle of my set. Uh. And I took the piss out of that and then still fucking killed it for the rest of my yeah, set. Yeah, right? So then I walked out. I walked back. And I had that feeling, right? After I walked off, I was like, that. I fucking destroyed that room. Yeah. And then as I walked in back to the green room, he was like, dude, that was killer. And like, just me being the absolute wanker I am, grabbed my sunnies off the thing. And I was like, well, you said you wanted someone to come up and murder and then put my sunnies on. <laughs> and he was like pissing himself laughing. I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, sick. Then I went to my set. Second show and oh, um, the, oh no, <laughs> here's where the story <laughs> no, takes no, a no, turn. The, but it was actually fine. But the girl who was on before me, it was a weird crowd because that it was a variety show. So there'd been like oh, okay. a, a bit of a kind of like you know MC, but not really like hardcore comic MC, yeah. just an MC. Then there was a slam doing a bit of light. Then there was a <laughs> then there was a band. Then there was one comic, and that's when I rocked up. Was the one comic, and like the crowd just weren't heaps into it. She wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah. But the crowd, and I was kind of like, oh, so she she her? took the brunt, right? And then they were like, yeah, look, she's all right, but like, she's not that good. And then you walk in, they're like, all right, here's another comedian, and then you just yeah. fucking bust the room in half. Yeah, yeah, yeah did sick, the same thing again. Sick. So, and then I got a bottle of wine personalized with the oh, gig flyer <laughs> yeah. handed to me afterwards. So I've got a bottle, and Erica's <laughs> like, don't drink it. I'm like, babe, it's alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I'm hey, drink it. <laughs> well, I can keep the bottle, and she's like, no, it'll be nice. I'm like, yeah, but wine has a shelf life. Like, you have to drink it. Then I can just like seal the top back up. Or something, and then keep it as a bottle memento. Put water in it. Pretend it's fucking yeah, full. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's got like Fill the the proper goo. label is the flyer from that show. Yeah, that's cool. It's got my little name on it and shit. It's fucking awesome. That's fucking cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, two shows. That's the second time. And then I wish I signed up to open mic because I ended up going to open mic to watch Rookie afterwards. Yeah. So if I'd signed up, if I messaged the guy, because I'm mates with the guy who runs it, and if I said, put me on yeah. at the end of the night, if I knew I was going to make it, yeah. I could have done the trifecta. Oh, Which damn. that's got to be not many. I know a lot of people do two shows in a night, but three is yeah. is a is an elite few. So that would have been cool if yeah. I did the third Us set, musicians, we, yeah, you're not catching us doing probably like three different shows in one night. No, no, that's right. Yeah. Like, that would be, especially a drummer, man. Catch me doing three shows in a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you play one on, in January, you're like, all right, all right, March roll around. Time Dude. to fucking think about another one. Like. We played, fuck, we played one, two shows before COVID this year. Yeah, okay. I think, yeah. So, yeah, and then. And what's your show this weekend? I asked you about, yeah, so plug oh, yeah, your show. This show, so this is a, um. so I guess the way we'll have to do this is it is a secret location. Oh. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So. Anyone who's listening and wants to come, this is coming out Friday, yeah? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This Friday is on morning. Saturday, the gig. It's yeah. at 7 p.m. Maybe message you guys. Yeah. And you yeah. can give the location. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. So it's. um. Oh, they'll, they'll either hear it on the, this podcast or they can. Yeah, they'll hear it on Friday. Yeah. yeah and then they can yeah. message the, the yeah. podcast yeah. chat okay. and yeah. say, where's oh, the Oh, so you're not going to say it now? Ooh, no, no, okay, no. it's even yeah, more secret. It's very yeah, secret. It's, uh, Shit. It's sort of a... It's in the basement of producers and there's all the meth there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's all beakers and fucking <laughs> shit. Let's, let's just say it's not a venue. Oh. Okay, that's spicy. He's playing venue. on a, a 737. Yeah, Because the Qantas needs some fucking action. Yeah, there, so that's they've, right. Kind of close. Really? Whoa. Fuck. Yeah. Look at us. Okay. Oh, there you go. So your clue is fucking a 737. And uh, and now we're gonna play the secret sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, what is that? They're my keys. Is that yeah. a baby tortoise? <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cool. Um, All right. Awesome. And this is um, tunnel, tunnel vision. vision. Tunnel, tunnel vision. show. Yes. Uh, okay. So we've got we've got no peace, human error, tunnel vision, uh, brain freeze, 
uh, All In and Thrashboard. Oh, it's um, a big lineup. So it's a good like good little hardcore lineup. Yeah, very quick sets. So are gonna be like maybe ten to fifteen minute sets. So boom, like boom, boom, three boom. songs. Just yeah. get them done. Uh, yep. There's gonna be generators. There's gonna be floodlights. It's oh that's, really? That's okay, fuck, it is no shit. Fuck. So just so check. wait, hold on. Hold on a sec. How far out of the Adelaide CBD will it be? Twenty minutes. Oh, okay. So okay. It's, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. right. cool. you were saying generators and floodlights, I was I'm thinking. thinking we <laughs> We we once had a party in Birdwood with like like floodlights and generators and shit. Yeah, where like they have one pizza shop in Birdwood that they fucking ordered like forty fucking party pizzas. Oh really? For this like crowd of like hundred and fifty out in this paddock. Yeah, and then we got drunk as and thought we would try and go cow tipping at like fucking three o'clock in the morning with <laughs> like, the go. lights on our phones. And this is like our flip phone fucking U eighty three eighty LGs yeah. with the, the lights off those motherfuckers, which wasn't doing. Did a you damn just step thing. in pure fucking cow shit the whole yeah, time? Yeah, we didn't. We didn't find a damn cow. Oh, I, don't know. Know. I, I we guess were doing. I'll show you guys. Right? Okay, we won't say yeah. anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. That's cool. Yeah, right. So okay. wait, hold a minute. No, because we can't say. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's have a break so that yeah. we can find out more. But then we won't disclose anything to you, motherfuckers. <laughs> We're back. I held that. I held that for so long. We're back. Um, so back I don't know what the, the fuck we were talking about beforehand, but well, one yeah, major... I feel like we left it on a cliffhanger, didn't we? No, uh, it was the gig. The oh, gig. it was the gig. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah, meant yeah, to be yeah, a cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. It was a purpose. So the clue. So the clue is seven two seven. Seven three seven. Seven four seven. Now, now there's um. um is there even a seven four seven? Is that a thing? Probably. Yeah, yeah, that's the main like I thought seven four seven. No, seven four seven is the main like fleet of fucking oh, okay. Boeing jets that take cunts everywhere. But yeah. if, I think like being at, at seven p.m. If you want to get there early, you better like take off at about six. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Like that's so cryptic. Them. It is very so cryptic. cryptic. Um, look, there's one main thing I wanted to talk about tonight. I'm glad we've had a break and we can come back and get stuck into this. Um, you have run one of the coolest shows uh, for a few years now. Uh, we, What's happening possible this year as well before we get into it? Um, well, basically with the borders and all that shot, I haven't been able to get the donkeys in for the show. Um, so there'll be no donkey show this year. Okay. So, Wait, what? What donkeys? <laughs> um, so you've done this amazing show called Strong Fest. Um, so tell us a little bit about how it came about and its journey and, and everything because it's fucking awesome. Shit. All right. Uh, so started in 2014. Uh, so it, this is pretty much at the peak of my battle with depression and all that shit, all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, Beyond Blue was a company or a charity who – I could always turn to, like uh, I, I quite enjoyed calling them almost every day and having a lot of good chat about it. And uh, eventually, I'm like, I want to give back. Like they do so much. Like how the fuck can I do this? So, so I'm like, started going through their fundraising stuff and all that. And I'm like, I'm just gonna put on like a mini fest. Yeah, that's cool, man. Just just a once off. Yeah. Uh, didn't end up being a once off. No, because it went no. so fucking well that first year. <laughs> that so that first year we we had fuck I can't remember the bands so many bands on that bill. 
Um, we had it at the Colonel. No, no, it was Live Light Square High Ground. Yeah, the old, old Black Market. Oh, really? Black you market. had a yeah. Light Square at the yeah. Night Train. No, yeah, the fuck it was a Night Train. But at this point, it was owned by the church because the under it was the underground at that point. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Um, owned by the church, and then yeah, and then it went from there. We did um. The next year, I believe, was producers, and then producers again. Yeah, maybe another producers in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. I think we did producers twice or three times, and then we did. No, no, actually, sorry. The 2015 was producers. 2016 was Melbourne. Yeah, and that we actually did that for a young lad who had he had. The story goes he had cancer. And he ended up just taking his own life. Oh well, that's um, sad. So we raised the money. It was a it was a wet Sunday afternoon, and in Melbourne, and people still rolled out, and we were able to give his his family some money towards funeral costs. Yeah, as well as um, money for the charity. And then that was 2016, and then at the end of 2016. Um, on Christmas Eve, I got a message from my guitarist saying, hey, I won't be at band practice this week. Like, that's fair, but why are you telling me on Christmas Eve? And it says, like, basically my brother's just killed himself. Oh, like, dude. Fuck. Okay. What the fuck? So the next one we did was in his honor and we were using the I, – I didn't quite know what to do with the money for the family because that, that year those kids lost their fucking Christmas. On yeah. Christmas Day they were sat down by the grandparents and told dad's dead, you know. Um, so I felt we've got to give them some of this money even if even if the mother buys them a thousand bucks worth of toys or something just to have a good day again Yeah. and forget about that shitty day. But what the money ended up going to was a, a plaque for Nick. Yeah. And um, – so that one, yeah, that that one was especially intense. Mm. Um, like really, really intense, because we, because it's so so close as well to yeah, yourself. And... We we a lot like Pennywise. Pennywise will always end their set with Brohim, and our thing was we we're always going to end our set with a song called Time, which is about suicide, and it's always dedicated to nick even if the band restarted five years from now and sam isn't even in it where i'm still going to dedicate that to nick you know yep. that's his song now yeah cool. um and then so after that we that was net what we're up to fuck that was 2017 two, like coves were on that one that was yeah wow that was a fucking good show that one yeah um and then 2018 was at Ed Castle for it yes, fucking shut down. Yeah. Ed that was Castle, awesome. Yeah, right. That was a, such a, that beer garden and everything at the Ed was fucking That amazing, was possibly but. my favorite one. Mm. Um, yeah. Because we had uh, 2018, 2017, 2018. I think, I, th- I think I'm missing a strong fest in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's lost in all the years. No, no, 2018. Yeah, cool. I got this. All right. So. 2018, that had um, 2319 headlining it. Yeah. I'm wearing a fucking shirt right now, bro, 2319. Nice, nice. Where's the fucking logo? There it is. Um, so Love this fucking shirt. Love those cunts. They're killer. 
We had 2319, uh, Overlord. We had Overpower <sighs> from, Overlord from Melbourne. Well. Um, who else did we have? Uh, fuck. Vicious Judgment, of course, played again. Um, Extinct. Oh, fuck, man. Uh, Morve. It was just, yeah, it was just a really good mixed bill. And I think that night we um we took home 1200 bucks just off tickets, you know. So that went to the charity and then the next year was we did it at the old Fowlers. We did it at uh, Lions, Lions Arts Centre yep. now. So. The cool thing is, man, is that people, like especially in, in metal, whatever you want to call it, but people get the fuck around that shit, man, because, you know, if you look at the black market days, you look at the, the, the scene, which I hate fucking calling it, but it's what it is. Yep. You know, it's just full of fucking misfits. It was, that was one of the best things about... I used to love about BM and, and going to local shows and things like that because you just had, you know, people who didn't necessarily – like you had so many different kinds of people. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you when I went to HQ, it was just fucking a thousand of the same dude. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, the same yeah, fucking yeah, Nina yeah. Pasadena fucking long sleeve. Yeah. The same Kiss Chasey fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> the same shoes, the same fucking everything, and they were all just fucking jabbing fucking 30 mils of juice a year. And yeah. Just fucking, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it was just the same person. And whereas you went to Black Market, you just had a bit of everything. Do you um, know what I, I always loved about Black Market and like shows at Fowler's and shit back in the day was – exactly what you're talking about now, this scene, this community would was like such the kind of way where you'd be thrown down in the mosh pit, like in the middle of Fowler's and you'd like fall over or someone would fall over and there would be like four people rushing in to pick the person back up again. Yeah. Like, and I don't know if that's like, you know, late, like the gigs I've been released to lately, I don't know if they have that same kind of vibe anymore, but I remember back in the day it was, it was a lot like that. I've got such a big group of mates that I only ever see at shows and used to see at Black Market and things like that. Do you know what I mean? We've never hung out outside of those things. Yep. But I'll go to a show at, at the Thebi or, or Fowler's or any of these things and I'll bump into these people because they're just at everything. And it's just such a cool thing when you can just like, you know, I, it's at a point now where it's probably not as much these days with everything that's happened in the last couple of years and, you know, shows have kind of really... Uh, died out a little bit, but if there was a good period there from sort of like, you know, 2012 through to, to 2015, 2016, where you, I could have just gone to shows with no one yeah. and had a fucking great time because yeah. it's just, you would have sure. seen 20, 30, 40 people that you knew well enough that you could have just spent the fucking night with them and it wouldn't matter. Yeah. And I just loved that was just such a cool feeling. The amount of times that I used to go to black market, like I'd go to a work drinks after work and just go to BM on my fucking own. Yeah. Um, Especially when Pato was doing sounds, I knew yeah. I had a lift home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so every like, that's every the thing. When you go yeah. out to town, like, or whatever, and you're always like, you know, if you're going to do it on your own, there's that thing of like, all right, so now I'm going to get myself in there. Then I got to hope I fucking bump into cunts. And then I got to get my fucking way home or something yeah. like when the trains have stopped and everything. And Especially for you going out to Sm like Smitty. Yeah, well, I was living shit. in Gawler for a good period oh, of that wow. as well. Yeah, so, okay. um, but yeah, no one fucking Pato would be, well, what I'd loosely call the sober fucking sound guy. Yeah. Um, but he'd still drive. There was a few um, times that like when I when we were there and it was like the end of the night and I'd like stumble over to him and he like he's pretty fucked as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then he still drove home and I absolutely shouldn't have gotten in the car <laughs> with him. But I'm still here today. Yeah, so. yeah that's it. We're still, we're still um, seeing But yeah, it was just like that feeling of being able to, because like I've said in one of the other podcasts, like I used to have a real, like when I first turned 18, I didn't realize this until I look back now, but I used to have like a lot of anxiety about going out into 
like places like HQ and whatever yeah. because it was just full of those oh, fucking full of people. Gugs, and I bro. had this and because as I said, I used to be a bit of a fucking tosser myself. I just always assumed there was going to be some dude ready to kick my head in. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas yeah, like as I well, yeah, yeah, I had the head <laughs> to get I had the head to get punched in as well. Um, <laughs> but like through those times, like as you know, so in what am I in twenty twelve? I'm like twenty one sort of thing. And by that time and, and started going to BM, I just had such a confidence in just being able to go out and have a fucking good time and it didn't matter, um, which is just a, such a cool thing to have. What I loved about that place and it's yeah. so – it's sad that we don't have anything really consistent like that anymore. Yeah. Um, to, to it is a little bit, isn't it? And, um, and whatever. And I hope it picks back up, man, because it's, it's like we've got a lot of fucking talent in in Adelaide that's just laying dormant. Like, oh, it, fuck like the, the musical talent that's come out of Adelaide. I mean, look at some of the bands that have fucking – gone big over the years yeah um oh fucking oath dude adelaide's fucking there's a lot of talented people here uh so yeah genre. it's uh it's a bit sad but that's fucking awesome man it's such a cool it's one of my favorite things that's ever come out of it as well is yeah. is you doing strong fest i think and yeah that was the point of what i was saying is that everyone got around it man everyone fucking yeah. you know you always had good turnouts you're always able to you know you you, you don't want to link up with beyond blue and be like i'm gonna do this awesome thing for you and then rock in with with four dollars fifty and be like hey uh well, it didn't go as well as i would well, have liked you that, know yeah. that's the thing man even if you rocked in with four dollars fifty they would have appreciated it's, it. it's fine absolutely yes. you know like we never we never blew money on it we never lost money on yeah it. that's yeah. good man we um we always made sure that we had like i a lot of the stuff i would pay for out of my own pocket mm-hmm. so a lot of the hiring of stuff and then that was in a way, sort of my donation. Mm-hmm. My donation was paying for this shit to run the show. People were like, why don't you just pay that much and donate it to them? I'm like, no, no, no. I'm paying for this show to raise money. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's. That's a cool yeah. thing for you to feel like you're. That's your contribution to them yeah. because of how much they've helped you. So you're yeah. going that above and beyond. And then everything else that happens out of ticket sales or whatever is just an yeah. added bonus. Yeah. But doing that, you're making like a tangible impact, in my opinion. And like, all the shit. Yeah. That you're just like, I'm putting on a fucking show and whether, well, like you were saying whether you raise $4.50 or $4,500, yeah. you know, like for them because because what they've done for you to to, to ke- help keep you above water, yeah. you're like, all right, now I'm going to put this energy, this time or this organisation and all this shit into like putting on this show and that's, yeah. you know, it's giving back, man. And I and I, I really fucking like that, dude. That's so cool. It, it just it, like obviously it sucks that we, we couldn't do it this year. Yeah. Um, because let's face it, it's – Strong first isn't a sit down and nah, have man. crackers sort nah. of show. No, not at all. I want I want to see people throwing some fists. Yeah, I want to see people having fun, letting out that energy, especially yeah, after the year that we've had. It kind of needed more than ever. Both, yeah, man. But I mean, the cool thing is, is that there's no reason why you know if everything kind of seeps back into normalcy that we can come back oh, next year. It's and back next year. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking, fucking back donkey kick year. some cunts in the head. <laughs> you know what we should do next year is when he when when you put it on, we should um. Do a like a wormholes collab and live stream it. Yeah, dude, that's a fucking cool that idea. That would be sick. I'd be that so is down sick, for that, dude. Yeah, we'll live stream it and then like people can fucking watch along on like YouTube and shit like that and donate and yeah, do whatever. We can get oh, some merch cracking. Yeah, that's a fucking sick idea. Look at this. Yeah. Look at these fucking ideas. And if and, and if and if we and if we like me and Pat have released music by then, we can do our, like our debut show maybe or something like dude, that. I'd have his on. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Pat, bro. I'd have Pat, anything Pat does. I'd have him on. He's helped out like with so many of my bands like. So he's a legend, dude. And just Adelaide in general. That motherfucker yeah, yeah, yeah. is like yeah, one of the exactly, most. Hey, I, I wish he was walking through the door right now. So, we so good as we're just gassing him. Yeah, the fuck gassing up. him up. He'll get a massive head though. That's the problem. Well, that's the thing. Like, So I've known Pato for years. Yep. 
And then me and him met through other friends yep. and then through like talking about music and whatever, then realised that we both knew Pado and then I started inviting Pado around to the house that I lived in that he met me at. And then it's just like, you've come here tonight and you're like, I fucking know Pado and obviously we're friends through different... Like, it's just crazy how yeah. he's like this fucking... Pado. He's yeah. like this glue to the fucking Adelaide scene that's been yeah, there for yeah, fucking yeah. that long. We'll definitely get him on one day. To, he has to listen to this fucking clip just so he can beat off to it in his little <laughs> shit. In his studio. Wait, I, think, I think I gassed him up in the very first episode as well when yeah. I was like, what have, we were like, what have you been doing with yourself? And I was like, we just started this new band and Pado's mixing skills of like going through the roof now yeah. and a lot of this shit, so... He, no, he fucking deserves he is, it. He's he insane. I always talk about like he's, you know, because I was very linear with my fucking band listening. Like, you know, and I just relied on the same fucking classic formula of songs yeah. I was listening to. And it was just like having rages with Pado. And he would just be like, oh, yeah, listen to this fucking. Like he showed me Slaughter to Prevail fucking when they first like started before yeah. they were anything at all. And he's like, you got to listen to this Russian fucking. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, dude, like what the <laughs> fuck is this? Do you know what you, you yeah. I fucking love about Pado? does not fucking look like he listens to this music yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, other than the black T-shirt that he's never, like, that he's never not wearing. Yeah, the exactly. black oh, shirt yeah, yeah, is yeah. the only it's, thing. The only thing in his wardrobe is is, is black. It's black, black, yeah, black, yeah, black. But it's um, like, you know, like, like from, I don't know, but I haven't seen him in a while. Does he have a beard? Nah, man. No, nah, nah, okay, nah. good. So same, same, like, clean shaven and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm Pato, I'm smart at this. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm yeah. At, yeah. <laughs> I'll make, I'll make this sound good. Have you heard this fucking shit? <laughs> <laughs> He'll be home in like 45 minutes, I reckon. So. Oh, what a fucking well, 30 minutes Love Pato. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, that's awesome, man. I fucking, yeah, we'll have to, we'll have, to have a chat yeah, about maybe that. Yeah, maybe sick. we should like maybe rig that up. So that'd be cool. Something in the, in the future. That'd be so, so fucking down cool. Because usually I do it around August. Oh, yeah. nice. Perfect amount of time. And I think we're going to be safe. I think by then, I mean, yeah. I'm no doctor. Yeah, but you'd hope. Well, you'd fucking hope. Well, Ninety-nine point six percent recovery rate. So yeah, you think we're starting? Yeah, yeah, I think we'll be alright. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's a bit of COVID between friends. That's exactly. Yeah, right. that's it, man. Well, I mean, there's been no flu. season. Well, that's not get conspiracy. Yeah, we're not gonna. We're not gonna do this. Where's the flu season? We're gonna. That's not next week either. We got another guest next week, don't we? Yeah, yeah. So people are gonna have to week. wait another two weeks from now to hear our take on all this election stuff and yeah, yeah. yeah. First pieces. First female guest next week is gonna be interesting. Just a bunch of fucking. That'd be really just had fucking bunch of. Rough and tough blokes, and then we're gonna have an actual female on yeah. the on the podcast for all our amazing female listens listeners, which there's fucking bulk of them. Oh, it's actually crazy. I'm not, yeah. I'm not rough and tough. You're a beautiful <laughs> man. Yeah, but again, you still again when you rocked up and knocked if you knocked on the door, you weren't <laughs> selling Girl Scout cookies, were you? Right? Yeah. It'd be funny if he was like, so I'm here to sell Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> yeah. So where's this dude that's like <laughs> I'm here to talk into a fucking microphone? Like. <laughs> oh, that's fucking killer. That's um, dope. Yeah, so, so like obviously, um, you know, we, we, you touched on a bit before when you first started the the festival um, that you were going through um, probably your your darkest period, and we were talking before we started tonight, and you were saying that you're probably the best that you've ever been. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about what the differences have been for you, and and you know, not just from obviously you know finally finding work and that that you enjoy, but is there anything that you can talk about in, in terms of what you've done for yourself personally? that has gotten you into a much better place than what you were back when the festival first started and, and you know, when you were at that dark point and you went to Melbourne and everything, what is different for you now in your daily approach um, that's got you feeling way better? Uh, occupying my brain. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's – I look back at like a few years ago when I'm sitting around fucking jobless, man. 
And I'm like, no, this is pretty sweet. The government's paying me. This is pretty good. But then at the end of the day, you're like, I'm fucking bored. And then your mind just fucking starts ticking Spirals. along. And but it it all started in Melbourne, man. That's yeah, what okay. happened. So that 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 really fucked you up. It, dude. Mel, like, everyone's like, I'd love to live in Melbourne. I'm like, I've lived there. It fucked me no, up. Fuck like, Melbourne, yeah. dude. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't have any interest in that. I basically it's a wasteland. It started with literally yeah. just okay. So I got to start this with. I'm what's called. I have what's called a metaphobia. Okay, so All explain right. that. I am fucking petrified of feeling nauseous or vomiting. Okay. Right? Oh. So is, it, is it the physical response you or the, the seeing the vomit? or It's the feeling. Yeah. Right, it's, right. I mean, I'm, no one likes I'm vomiting, vomit. let's be real, but, yeah. but, yeah, but you're like, petrified of it. I'm petrified of it. Like, yeah. you know, when someone's got a rational fear of spiders and they just fucking Yeah. Fear. That's me. Yeah. Um. Now, this counters into my panic attacks because when I have a panic attack, I don't get, you know, your normal racy heart or the sweats. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking be sick. I'm gonna be sick, and oh, then it spirals. No. Right? So yeah, it kind of so compounds. I was living in Melbourne, and it got to that point where I was just like, I was driving to Geelong one day, and I just like, I just had to pull over on the side of the road, and I'm like, what's going on? What the fuck is going on? And I started freaking out, and I called my housemate, and she was like, stayed on the phone the whole time to come get me, but I'm, I'm fucking dry reaching, and I'm like, Shit. it was fucking chaos, man. So and what, then, what triggered that? Sorry to cut you off. Don't know. Yeah, okay. We don't know. The only thing I can think of is I was a heavy drinker, heavy smoker. Right. And then about three weeks before I was having like chest pain, so I got like taken to the hospital. There was nothing. It was just must have been muscular, but it freaked me out. Yeah. So I quit both of them cold turkey. You don't quit drinking cold turkey in the construction industry. Fuck yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so and then, of course, that – just brings everything to the surface. So, yeah, it just started with that one panic attack and then it started again like a week later. It happened again. And then it got to the point where I was at my house and depression kicked in where I was just crying a lot. I couldn't leave the house. Like I'd get up in the morning, put my boots on, get ready to walk out the door. As soon as I put my hand on the door, I'd just start panicking and crying. So it was like in a sense I was agoraphobic. Yeah, okay. I just couldn't leave. Um, and then what happened from there? My parents came over and they saw me and they, uh, oh, also at this stage during this one, like this month long period, I was able to eat maybe a bite of food a day. Yeah. Right. Okay. So so you were, you were really fucked up. I was fucked, man. I I looked the best I've ever looked. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was mentally fucked. I I dropped like fucking 20 kilo maybe in the month. Shit. Wow. That's 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 unhealthy. Just, yeah, I was fucked eating like that much a day. I'd take a bite of toast. I'm like, I feel sick. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah, so don't worry. I'm fully back on food now. I love no, it. that's good, man. Uh, <laughs> I love food too, dude. I fucking love um, it. And so, yeah, my parents came and they, they're just like, mate, we're going to take we're gonna take you home. Like, you're, you're not in the right place to be dealing with this. You've got no family here. Come home. So came home and then for the first month or so, I couldn't even leave my suburb. Anywhere that had traffic lights, couldn't leave. Couldn't go. Yeah, okay. Um. And then it got, it was really, really good for a while there. I was sort of like with my, you know, I was starting bands again, started out Conquest and kind of spiraled out of that when I got kicked out of that, like it came back a bit harder and I got real, real depressed. 
And then in 2015, I started working for a company who shall remain nameless, but they sell nice cars. And I got super fucking depressed there. Yeah, okay. And they saw Was it, it the environment, the work environment? Or was it the hours or was it... It was the environment. Yeah, okay. Oh, dude, I know that poisonous environment, Um, man. In fact, like, it got to the point where I ended up taking... I took a razor blade to my leg while I was at work. Shit, while uh, you're at work. While I was at work. I was was just sitting there because we used to use the razor blades to clean the windows off. And I was just sat there and I just started hacking up my leg. Shit. And um, I called my dad and me and my dad went for a coffee at lunch and... I started crying and he's like, I just don't want you to do something stupid. And I said, I already have. And like I lifted up my shorts and he could see yeah. his fucking blood. And he rings my boss driver. He's like, well, I'm fucking taking him home. And um, boss I was standing out the front with my bag. There you go. So, Did he really? Yeah. And a bit of oh, a fucking wanker. Dude. But the worst came from the HR. The HR woman, man. Really? This, this is the HR woman. This is word for word what she said to me. Obviously, we don't want you to self-harm, but if you do, do it at home. Fucking serious? I'm like, whoa, like, bitch, what? <laughs> fucking insane. That's like illegal, bro. That's, <laughs> that's like, that's like, really so, bad. So her only thing was about protecting the company, not the company. looking at it. Yeah. And um, another one was, there's 250 employees at this company. Do you really think you're the only one with problems? I'm like, dude. But you're dealing with me right now, not the other 250. Do your fucking job. So I could see the writing on the wall. I knew they weren't going to hold on to me for much longer. Um, so I fucking pulled the pin. I said, yep. see you later. It's, I'd rather be jobless and yeah. looking for something I enjoy than work for this company. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Absolutely mm. So that was probably the worst part, that like the worst I got because, you know, I was fucking – not that I was suicidal in a, in a way but like – I just wanted to fucking die. I didn't yeah. want to be around. Shit was just yeah. dark. Eh? Yeah. yeah. And the, the medication when, you know, they upped me from 60 milligrams to 120 milligrams of an antidepressant, it just goes the other way. It, you go manic. So yeah. I'll be yeah, all right. happy. I'll be all good. And then next minute I'm like, I want to fucking die. And so it got to that point. I fucking bailed, worked on the medication, um, worked on my bands. wasn't really working, but still had my bands and my friends. And then got a job with like, yeah, like a, a, a construction equipment company. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't really get along with the bosses but made good friends with the with the guys there. Yeah. They were awesome. And then they used me basically because I was through an agency. They used me as a, like a cheap labor because yeah, yeah. it's like six months they get a wage subsidy. Yeah. And then after the six months, they're like, no, you work shit. We're dropping you to two days a week. Yeah, right. So I'm just like, fuck you. And I just started cold canvassing all these um places. And I found the company I'm working for now. And basically, I'm like, I didn't know what to expect. You always start with a new company and you don't know. Yeah. You don't know if they're going to be fucking dicks about it. But So straight off the bat, I found they were understanding. They didn't understand quite, but they were understanding. Yeah. Um, and like just though they've just been great to me. Anytime I'm fucked up, anytime I feel down, they're like, you're struggling? I'm like, yeah, they're like, take a day. 
go have go yeah, have some good, time man. yourself. If I'm having a panic attack, like driving to a site and I start to freak out, message my boss. I'm like, hey, I didn't need 10 minutes just to chill. He's like, you good, do it. He's like, they can wait, you know. And um, especially like, you know, they took me took me fishing, took me on my first boat. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, nice. So that was cool. My, bo- my boss is really like, um, his name's Callum. He's uh, one of the directors. He He came up to me one day and they call me Leany. And uh, he goes, Leany, I know you're going through a rough time and I'm not fucking good at words. I'm like, yep. <laughs> and he goes, so I made you a curry. <laughs> and he'd made me, <laughs> really? he had made me this amazing goat curry. What? And I'm That's like, sick. he's like, it's so you just don't, don't have to worry about food for tonight. Like, I got you, man. What a legend. Well, yeah. So they've always been really, really helpful. Um, and one of my bosses I've become quite close with, him and his family. I'm like his like his like little daughter's like best friend. She like does my hair and shit. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, so sick. It saves him looking like a princess, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so, uh, so explain to everyone just what you do. Because when you told me before, it was pretty cool. Like it's a bit, you know, left a field. You don't hear many people doing it. Uh so I'm a I'm a geotechnician. So I basically what I do is make sure the ground is hard enough to for shit to be built on. Yeah. Um, make sure it's at its like proper density, all that sort of junk. Take the sample back to the labs, then, then it gets compacted, and it's yeah, it's a whole thing. It's a really hard sort of thing to explain. Yeah, yeah. it um, makes sense though. Like the easiest, we're trying to find optimum moisture for compaction as well. So like you imagine just picking up some ball dust and it's dry and it just falls out of your hand and yeah, you know, and then you add like a couple drops of water and start doing that. And then a little bit more and it starts to make a shape. Yeah. Right. And then keep going, make a shape. That's your optimum. It's, you know, you're at optimum there. And then a little bit more and it starts to fall apart. Sure, sure. I'll get you. So we need to find that perfect moisture for compaction. So, so, yeah. so, so you then, they then lock that amount of moisture in that land somehow. So no, it's, it's just all mixed. It's for, so it, it's that wet when it goes in. Oh, okay. And then it, it obviously will dry back over time, but it just means that the effort is been put into like smack it down. Sure, it's not going to move. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's a pretty weird job. It's yeah. <laughs> like, it's... I don't know anyone who's ever studied for it. Yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to fix this chair. Um, yeah, these chairs are fucking 1904 fucking special. Mahogany uh, special. Yeah, I don't know anyone who's ever studied for it. Everyone's just like, yeah, I knew a guy. And yeah. I jumped into it like Alex who I was talking about. Yeah. He was working at a fruit shop. I'm like, come down, man. Come say g'day. And poor fucker left with a contract. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, um, and they've just put me through my Cert 4. So I got a certificate 4 in laboratory uh, techniques. In Dude, laboratory so techniques. Cool. Construction material laboratory testing. Techniques. So I'm all, I was all that's stoked sick. about that. And yeah, that's f- yeah. I just saw you po- post yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's Callum. That's the one that gave me the curry. <laughs> yeah, wow. That's fucking awesome, man. So it's it, just, I, I guess it's, you know, it's an absolute testament to how much that it is important to have, as you, you said, the main thing was keeping your mind occupied, which obviously having a job that you routinely, um, you know, enjoy going to yeah. um, makes such a big difference, man. And like we've, me and Tyres have talked about it on, on one of the mental health episodes we've done before. Like it's incredible how much anxiety it brings when 
Um, you are in that situation when you wake up, your alarm goes off in the morning and you would rather throw yourself into traffic than go to that job. <laughs> um, and, you know, you were talking about that at Vizzy and I had yeah. it, um, you know, over a few jobs. Um, you know, I had a job uh, just before my son was born and um, we were going through some some complications and stuff when uh, Erica was pregnant and um, I worked with a bunch of girls. I was in I was working for Bridgestone but I was in the like – uh, like the contact center where we, we managed all the orders, right? So all the orders would come in from all the fucking Bob Janes, all the Bridgestone stores, and we would yeah. manage them all there. And so obviously the girls that I was working with found out that Erica was pregnant and um, they were interested in what was happening, you know? And then and I was telling them about the things that were going on. I ended up getting pulled into the office and told I need to stop talking about my unborn son because what if there's someone there, which obviously one of the bosses or something must have lost a kid, which again is a horrible thing but I don't know how the answer for her dealing with that is stopping everyone talking about it's that, having kids. It's that hyper PC. When you've got a yeah, when you've got a call center full of girls, most of them which had kids as well, and you're then outlawing and I ended up losing the job because not at that moment, but I knew the writing was on the wall because I, I kind of argued it. I was like, so I said, I've lost a whole heap of family members to cancer. So can I just put a slight request in now that we don't talk about that anymore? And like they thought I was taking the piss. I was like, but where do you draw the line? If you're going to start outlawing entire subjects or entire topics of discussion because it might make someone feel uncomfortable. Like yeah. again, I'm not sitting here talking about dead bodies or something, no. do you know what I mean? Or talking about, you know, uh, miscarriages or something like that, right? Yes. Where it's a very specific thing to discuss. I can understand her if they were asking me not to talk about miscarriages or something like that, where it's a very specific. Yeah, when you're thing. actually talking about but it, but yeah. don't talk about your unborn don't talk child, about your kid in general. Yeah, um, it was just the most Fucking like Christ. outlandish thing, and they ended up making me work through like the skeleton staff Christmas, and on January sixth like the Friday of the first week where everyone was back in the office and because it was through a fucking agent as well, they didn't even tell me. Everyone waved goodbye, said see you on Monday and then when I got in my car, literally like five minutes later, I got a phone call from the agent like, hey, you might want to run back up upstairs and grab your shit and I was like, don't even fucking worry about it, throw it in the bin and drove out of the car park. Um, but it, just Christ. that fear, after they said that thing to me, like that feeling that I had every day going there was just such a crippling uh, feeling because I just thought fuck all of you like the management team anyway you know all the girls I worked with were quite nice but yeah. um, I just couldn't believe that that was something and, and that feeling afterwards um, you know it, it's the worst and a lot of people have it so bad you know and, and again particularly from a management standpoint that's always the big thing right people can handle doing shit work I've done shit work before for good management I don't give a fuck man if I can have a bit of a laugh or whatever while doing fucking gut busting or or difficult work yeah that's fine but if you're doing even easy work for a fuckwit it's makes such a difference man it's it's so hard when you just the um you know i've got so many mates just over the years as well who have had leading hands and and site managers and supervisors that are just flogs and it just makes their life so miserable and then when you think about the whole you know what we've talked about before is that for guys especially you know we find it very hard to learn how to properly deal with those feelings yeah. or how to, that we're even having them. We don't even realize that the reason we're fucking grabbing a six pack on the way home every night is because of the fucking stress that we're having from working under this fuckwit every day. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we haven't learned how to properly express that. And that's what leads to these other problems in our personal lives and whatever else. And it all stems back to the fact that every morning I'm waking up at 4am to go to a construction site where I'm busting my ass for 12 hours and I'm watching a bunch of fuckwits stand around and do nothing who are getting paid more than me. And they're talking down to me like I'm a fucking piece of shit. Like that exists by the fucking thousand. And it's just such a, 
I'm glad that we're at least starting to pro to progress into this world that has a better understanding of that yep. and that guys are starting to go, you know what, this is the problem and I'm getting the fuck out and I'm finding somewhere like you have now where I feel supported yeah. um, or, you know, they actually are feeling like they can talk about it and discuss it with their partner and not be less of a man or whatever it is. So it's just such a – it's a fucking heartbreaking realisation that that is – a lot of what people deal with but it's just good to see that we're coming to the point where i mean look we're sitting here having this fucking conversation now right yeah. so we're part of the solution that's it um, man so yeah that's awesome I'm, I'm so glad that you're doing well man because you're a Thanks, fucking man. sick cunt and we've known <laughs> each other for fucking 15 years and that's yeah 15 so, years yeah so this this is what we'll finish on no no i'll tell you no i'll tell you what tell me that story but Remember how we put, we had all these fucking questions? Oh, yeah, we're going to fucking do our yeah, questions. Yeah, we want to fucking, brrr, fucking right, spit let's some questions question. at you. All right, we'll do the questions and I'll finish yeah. on right, my, we'll my favourite story. And then you finish on yeah. how you guys met. All right, yeah. I'll do this first one, which is always the fucking hardest. We've, we've tried yeah. to do it ourselves. Yeah. Right? What's your favourite song of all time? Now, we, now we, we, we've gone, all right, you can do a top three because I know how fucking hard, hard it is to think one. of one. But we like to say one because everyone goes, oh, oh. What do I do? But you can give a top three, but if you can give one out of that top three that stands out, then we'd love to hear it. What would be my favourite song of all time? Would have to be Fade to Black by Metallica. Wow, that was, that's the first time we've had yeah. just a fucking just a fucking straight up answer. Like, good song. That's awesome. Fucking excellent song. Have you got any other, like, have you got a second and third then? Oh, fuck. Nah, can't, no. go, can't go that deep, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, next. Do you want to do the next question? Oh, fuck. No, you go. All right, I'll just do it. i got them here. Yeah, fine. Who's your man. favorite comedian? So it doesn't just have to be stand up, can be. Could be like a favorite comedy actor, actor or something. Actor well. or fucking. <laughs> There he is. There he is. The great. Uh, it would have to be Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Fucking oh. solid call. Hey. Hey. Oh, cool. <laughs> Dave Chappelle is a, is a, yeah, is for a sure. fucking legend. He, I'd, I've, just, I've always been a Dave Chappelle fan, for sure. His whole story of like fucking off to some like African fucking tribe and then like coming back and then not even just going back into normal stand-up, just doing like stand-up in the middle of Central Park with a fucking boombox and like yeah. having thousands of people like converge onto the park. Like it's just such a fucking, it's just an awesome story. Oh man. yeah, legit. Hey. Like turn down fucking like multi-billion multi dollar offers from Comedy Central to do another season of Chappelle So. Yeah. But they knew that they were trying to get their hooks into it. So just said, fuck you yeah, and took off and disappeared. Amazing. Yeah, no Such shit. an amazing man. Fucking um, What's the Fuckin next oath. one? All right, next one. Have you ever meditated? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's a, a big big part of my anxiety is like taking that time to switch everything off and take that time for yourself, breathe, and just get grounded. Man. Have you ever tried to meditate when you were feeling a panic attack come on? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's – um. I could, when it's when I can feel it coming on, that's the, probably the best time to do it. But when I am full swing, yeah, well, obviously, yeah, strap, yeah, 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 strap yeah, in yeah. for the fucking ride, yeah, for sure, so, yeah, for sure. That's good, man. That's good. Another person that has can can be a testament to the fact that it is very helpful. Yeah, yeah, um, with managing that stuff. That's how, awesome. How simple just fucking breathing is. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. it, man. Just slowing it yeah, down. A lot of people yeah, don't right. understand breath work and the actual importance of it for everything, man. Like it's such yeah, an man. important they even say that like, you know, just stopping at nighttime before you go to bed and just like doing that can have like health, like massive health benefits by just actually like regulating your breathing. And a lot of people will find that then when then when they go, Cool, I'm like sort of stopping that exercise and now I'm gonna start focusing on going to sleep, like it's it can help them 
with insomnia and all of that kind of Definitely, stuff. Man. Man. Like it's such a such Definitely. a crazy um such a crazy tool. It's really good. What's next? All right. We'll do one of these ones and then we'll finish off with the the final one. All right. What's one conspiracy you believe in? Fuck. <laughs> or is um, there too many? Well, I messaged you today. Oh yes, we haven't even talked about this yet. Motherfucker saw a UFO today. Bullshit. Okay, fuck, man. All right. Tell me about this. So I need to know. I, was, I can vouch like my mate was with me. Yeah. And we're on a site in Anglevale. We're facing south. And we see this long fucking thing in the sky. And we're like, we're near the RAF base. It's a yeah. plane. Yeah. Except it's doing this, right? Yeah, okay. And it's, it's reflective. So it's like going up, up in waves. For up people in waves. Like, and yeah. I'm like, it's a drone. And then I'm like, wait. No, that's not a fucking drone. How big was it? We we can't you tell. You can't measure it, yeah. Like, and this is the thing. It was moving slow. We were watching it slowly move. And then I'm like, I'm going to get my phone out. Got my phone out. Went to look up. The fucking thing's gone. And there's For so real? much open sky and we are looking everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, can you see it, Blake? Did he take his eyes off of it? As we both open oh, the phone, both look down, and we oh. look up, and it is fucking gone. And I'm just like, did, uh, and technically, because we didn't identify what the fuck it was, yeah, we saw a UFO. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, the fact that it went from being there, what well, do, do you reckon though? It was close enough that if you'd look down and then look back up, you would still kind of like look back into the direction and be able to like locate it quickly. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. It, and so you know what's crazy about that, right, is that there's a very big belief in UFO folklore that they rely heavily on storms like last night yeah, for okay. both something to do with their, you know, ships or whatever and also the, you know, being able to move very easily without being detected because it's just a fucking absolute shitstorm going on. Yeah. So it's just interesting that, like, you know, Erica last night, because that's one of the things we always talk about is when there's a big storm, she'll like joke around and be like, oh, it's probably going to be fucking UFOs. Yeah. And then you messaged me today being like, I fucking saw a UFO and we just had one of the biggest storms I've seen in Adelaide. In yeah. yeah. I don't think I've ever night. seen a storm that big. That was, was a hectic, fucking cracker, dude. man. Every, every time, every I guess, 20 seconds. I always feel like I get my dick teased by storms because I love them when they're that big. <laughs> yeah. Because one of my, fa- I used to be petrified when I was a kid, man. I yeah, was right. like okay. dead set to the point of like hiding under my bed, like thought lightning was somehow going to come through the windows and fucking zap me. Like I was fucking. Dog shit scared, right? Oh, really? I love them, man. Um, well, what happened is I kind of got forced. You know, they do the whole you face your fear thing. Yeah. Um, I went to, I was camping on Kangaroo Island. Oh, fuck. Um, yeah, right. On a beach, and it's like the most beautiful beach of all time. Kangaroo Island is like a horseshoe, as you yeah. would know. Yeah, well, what beach is this? Um, it's, I don't even, it doesn't even have a name, bro. It's oh, someone's really? private property yeah, where you okay. literally have to four wheel drive down the side of a fucking cliff. Yeah. And he lives up on the cliff, so he can see the beach and he has to give you the fucking sign off. Because you, my uncle's one of the fucking most notorious fucking firemen and farmers from the island. Okay. So he calls him up and says, I'm coming down to camp on the beach. And the cunt goes, yeah, no worries. So we four-wheel drive down there, go out fucking fishing. And, like, it's the most, like, pristine clear water. Like, yeah. you can see just the schools of fish, like, fucking 20 meters down. That's one thing I did notice about Kangaroo Island when I was there, like, last week. Is yeah. the beaches and the water, like, close to the island especially, is just fucking, like... Amazing. Hyper blue, bro. Yeah. Like really, it's, yeah. So my uncle's brought, so it's me, my cousin, and my uncle. So he's got his like tent and then a big tent for me and my cousin. He's only got the fucking rain cover for his. Yeah. And he's passed the fuck out because he's fucking been setting us all up and whatever because we're quite young. 
So then me and my um, cousin are fucking la- like laying in our tent trying to go to sleep. Then it starts raining and we're like, for fuck's sake. So we get out of the tent and we go and sit in the ute. And then a storm starts on in Adelaide and we can see Adelaide in the distance, like Cape Jervis in yep, the distance. Yep, yep. Um, and we watch this storm roll from Adelaide over the top of us. And like to start with, I was like fucking shitting bricks, but my cousin like was like, we're in the car, like the whole classic fucking rubber tire theory, which whether that's even a thing, it yeah, made me feel better. Nice. And I just got to witness the most fucking insane thing I'd ever seen. And the light, the lightning was like hitting the hill behind us and wow. shit. And like, it, but it was just so majestic. Yeah. Um. And then ever since then, I just fucking frothed them. I was yeah, like, since yeah, I yeah. didn't die then. Yeah. You're I was like, right, I'm well, fucking, good. I'm invincible to well, storms now. Well, you wait till you actually get struck by lightning next. You're gonna Dude. be like, <laughs> so last night I was standing out in the, I was standing out in the actual backyard of my house, and Erica was undercover, and she's like, get the fuck away from there. I'm like, the light post is taller than me. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah, but you are tall. I'm like, yeah, but that thing's yeah, that thing's like fucking first. twenty feet. That's so cool, man. Because like, yeah, I, f- I froth UFOs and aliens and I have, as you can tell, I've literally got an alien cup right here right, right now. Yeah. Um, um, so what's what's a conspiracy that you think is absolute dog shit? What's one that gets circulated that you think is just the most... Everyone says flat earth most of the time, but like that's that's probably the easiest one. But is there another one that you think... The easiest one. Yeah. Um... What the fuck? What's a conspiracy I think is bullshit? Yeah. That Biden won the election? Ah, <laughs> we're not doing that. We've got two weeks. I had to put the fucking uh, stinger in the there. Fucking... Uh, uh, fuck. I don't know, man. Um, most of the conspiracies and shit I look up actually have sort of bit of merit to them. Bit of merit. Yeah. Well, they're not really a theory. They're actual. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's, yeah. yeah. Let's say the uh, the magic bullet theory. Oh. oh, the ice bullet theory with JFK you're talking about? The bullet that disappeared when he got shot? No, nah, it didn't disappear. It b- bounced off into about 30 different locations. Oh, so that's... A, okay, through him and right. then through the guy in front of him, down through his arm, hits his elbow, goes out through his wrist. It's found and then... Yeah, I didn't know that. And then it's yeah, found right. on the gurney next to JFK. Right. So, so I, is that the official story? Is that the or? official story? Uh, apparently. I don't believe Dude, it. Fuck. I believe two guys, one in front, one in back, pop up. Yeah. He's murked. Yeah. I believe, uh, like, I believe. I've always thought that there's a video clip where you can see the fucking drive. Yeah, a guy turning around with a handgun. No, nah, see, I've watched that a few times. It's He doesn't have a handgun. It's, uh, okay. It's more of a, um because he gets shot and he leans forward and his wife leans forward with him and she's trying to ask him what's wrong because he's just been shot there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden his head just goes fuck pop boom backwards. Do you, do you know do you know what I've heard from like a couple of like over the years like listening to like um like podcasts with like whistleblowers and stuff like yeah. that. There's the CIA or like you know any of like this kind of like military industrial complex kind of things. They've got these kind of technologies with the bullets that the bullet can actually like kind of like self implode on itself. Yeah. So that's like what that like what I was saying a second ago with like the whole ice bullet theory is like what it does is it, is it like self implodes. Yeah. And also the dust that it becomes can be hit with a microwave and it can cause like explosion. So yeah, Jesus so it's, it's like and there's, there's stuff called like smart dust, which is like they do the same thing. They put well, this dust into you and they microwave it with this certain frequency, and it it fucks you up. We haven't talked about this before, but you know how we talked about MK Ultra back in the first conspiratorium. Yeah, do you know another thing that they were developing around the same time, which again it's like one of those things where they said they stopped the research because it was like you know 
not a good thing to be researching, yeah. which means they absolutely kept oh, doing Yeah, it. which means they did it more. Um, is a fucking heart attack gun. Yes. So like they can shoot you with like this dart that can, you know, such a small pinprick that it's like almost undetectable when they're doing a fucking biopsy or whatever. Yeah. And it just makes you die of a fucking natural heart attack. So yeah. it has, it has, it has like an unsensible toxin. Yeah. 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 That's insane, bro. Like, yeah, man. And there's the so much technology. People, like, when people are like, well, they said they stopped it. So that means they must have stopped, stopped it. it right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fucking dickhead. hell. <laughs> Um, all, all right, right. should we hit him with the final question then? Oh, yes, and then we'll tell the story. And then you can tell us how you guys met. All right. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? One horse-sized duck or... A hundred duck-sized horses. This okay. is the real fucking this, stinger here. This is the zinger stinger. Um, Shout out to Todd who actually commented his answer. I love he's so interactive. I <laughs> fucking love that cunt. Legend. Um, he commented or sent us an inbox the other day being like, I'll kick the fuck out of those little horses away from me. Like I'm I'm worried about that duck, man. He said that duck could fuck me up. Yeah, yeah. see, I, I, I'm I'd with rather, that as well. I'd rather fight one big duck than a hundred duck sized horses. No, I'll crush those. Yeah. But you gotta think what, yeah. about it like this. What if the what if these horses are intelligent enough to go, let's let's coordinate an attack? Yeah, that's yeah. you think you're gonna be able to fucking like realistically because like what ducks are like this big and horses are pretty muscle dense, yeah, right? Yeah. You gotta think that there's a hundred of them, and if they're all surrounding you, oh you could probably do some damage. I've got I've got buy size 16 steel caps, man. Oh, yeah. You reckon you could kick a hundred of them? As I said, the only way that I'm worried about those horses is they can become like some sort of horse robotron. <laughs> some big fucking like Optimus they, Yeah, where they yeah, fucking... what's a duck going to do, man? Fucking, bro, Dude, ducks are aggressive you, as shit. Have you seen their feet? All right, they've got those funny little fucking floppy... Right? But they've got fucking talons on those cunts. Like, yeah. imagine getting kicked by one of those because like, even if you see emu feet, like they're... Yeah, I've seen emu feet. They're yeah, fucking... Yeah. Have you seen up. how big a fucking horse is, dude? Have you been so, next to a fucking like a proper yeah, full yeah. like horses, thoroughbred horse? They vary in size. But though, they can like, be they're... quite timid as well. Ducks, yeah, they're fucking angry. There's a <laughs> there's a site I'm working at at the moment, and there's a a sign that says ducks crossing because the ducks and the geese come across. Yeah, someone's written angry on them because apparently they've been attacking the people. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. So I could just pat all the horses. Yeah, but yeah. I'll still fight them. I'll fuck them up. But um, you know, and that's you imagine, you imagine, hundred little horses. Just the cooking possibilities, <laughs> and the glue, <laughs> and the glue. You'll yeah. get much glue. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> How adorable would their little hoofs be? Yeah, yeah no, man, be little really horseshoes. This big. I want a duck-sized horse just as a pet. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, just one. To not a pony. Not a miniature. Like, no, nah, that's still too big. I want one that's literally like. Smaller than a chihuahua. How cool would a dog-sized horse be? I reckon that would be like perfect. Yeah, like, like a, a lab, little, like yeah, a lab, like a medium, horse. Sub, medium to big-sized horse. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was actually on my drive to Moomba last week because uh, up up there there's um there's no fences with, with all the paddocks and shit, and uh, I saw a group of horses, wild horses, go through, and there was <laughs> someone at the back who didn't quite blend in. It's just this dirty manky old donkey <laughs> just cruising oh, really? by. <laughs> I'm like. No blending in. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking amazing. Love it. All right. Well, um, yeah. So I've known I've known our boy Andy here for for fifteen years. I don't actually know how we. I think we just met at the house, right? We just met at the fucking Barlow yeah. house. I'm yeah, pretty man. sure. Yeah. Um, but there was so your cousin 
um, had a band and yes. we went to see that one night and yes. we fucking were digging. They'd released an EP and we were like jamming the fuck out of this EP and there was this one song in particular that we just always were fucking singing and what whatever else. And um, they were called Poetry for the Blind, yeah, I think. Yeah, no, I was drumming for them. That's right, yeah. I didn't want to bring that one up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, okay. Um, and anyway, so there was this, just this fucking killer song that we loved. And one morning, like before school, I reckon this is how fucking long yeah, right. it was. Yeah, right. I've not, my Dude, alarm has this is before going to work at HJ's with his hairnet that he had to put over this fucking <laughs> giant hairsprayed mop. Yeah. Like, fuck. Um, that was a fire hazard in itself. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, bro. No, it was causing fires. No, it wasn't it fucking, fucking. I wonder it burnt down. But yeah, so I woke up to this fucking <laughs> big lumbering fucking man over the top of me with an acoustic guitar, yeah. serenading me with this fucking song that I loved. I've met him like three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the best wake up fucking call <laughs> ever, right? So then I was telling Rookie this story as we pulled into the driveway, and I was like, "That was the best way to wake up ever." And he's like, um, "I reckon a blowjob would be better." I'm like, "Yeah, but not from him." <laughs> <laughs> no, from an acoustic guitar. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's how our friendship started, and now it's culminated into this fucking this very good podcast. It's so very yeah. good tonight. But, uh, but as you know, as like time progresses, you know, you 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 become a dad. You know, I was in bands, and then sh- sh- you don't see each other for so fucking long, and like it's, and then just coming back to as soon as I saw you were doing podcasts, I'm like. This yeah, see, I'm, I'm gonna have a chat to him, and then being on it is awesome. Like, this is so much fun. So, oh, oh thanks, yeah, man. Yeah, thanks so for cool. coming on, man. It's been guest good. number three, so we're starting. Yeah. We're starting to rack up the numbers. It's been good to meet you, dude. Fucking yeah, you too, um, man. yeah. Thanks so much for coming on. We'll we'll come back, and we if we end up teeing up something for Strongfest, yeah, yeah we next year. Should, so man. then we'll have you back on in the lead up to it, so yeah, we can plug sure. the fucking shit out of it. Um, and then obviously, yeah, if we can do some sort of live fucking, we'll definitely be able to do that. We'll just be able to get it. a couple cameras. I'll rig it up to OBS and then just broadcast it to the Wormholes YouTube channel or the Facebook or something like that, and just yeah, go Probably from there. Get Pato to do live mixing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, whatever's because you have, you ever get like, it from the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Because yeah, yeah. you, you get some uh, when festivals really <laughs> the big one is uh, Slipknot 2009 download. Yeah, it's like. When the festival released the footage, <laughs> not great. Oh, really? But then after a while, after Slipknot's um, engineers had taken it and mixed it and shit, and then they released it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Like a good live mix along with like a, like a stream would be fucking perfect, man. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Cool. That's All cool. right. So this Saturday... You got the show. We're not telling you where it is. But message us if you're keen. You heard all the bands that are all on the there. Band, so. All the band page, you know. Um, yep. Yeah. 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 Message um, anyone in Tunnel Vision, um, uh, No Peace, Human Error, All In, Brain Freeze. Fuck, man. Who else is on there? Thrashboard. Oh, oh, man. There's so many bands. I think I've got anything on Saturday. I might have to fucking come yeah. check this out. 7 p.m., man. I haven't seen, 7 I haven't seen a live band now since Unify. Shit. I missed that Polaris show because of my fucking fringe and I'm that dirty on myself. And oh, dude, that, that Polaris, Polaris the Polaris, Wage War, Crystal Lake, and yeah. Alpha Wolf. That was like one of the best shows I've ever been to. <sighs> and I didn't go because I'm a fucking idiot because it was my one night off. I had like fucking 30 shows and it was my one night off. But right. um, yeah, I'm I'm keen to see some fucking live music. Again. Maybe we should find Even just you, you just jammed that guitar for like fucking... 30 seconds before and I was getting an erection. I was like, <laughs> that's, that's the first time I've played guitar in a little while, man. Yeah, um, shit. yeah I, Just like riding a bike, buddy. I kind of lost the uh, urge. Yeah, mm. Like I've got a room full of instruments and I walk past it. I'm like, yeah, yeah but like you see on Family Guy, 
where they're talking about James Gandolfini uh, getting fit and he walks past his gym eating a sandwich. He's like, not today. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I felt every time I walked past that room. I'm like, oh, nah. Yeah. I go through phases where I'm like, nah, I don't want to touch it. And then I'll go through phases where I'm like, nah, I don't want to touch it. Like, I actually do any production work or anything like that. And, yeah. But lately, like, especially like since I've been living with Pado, I reckon this year I've written about seven songs. Like, yeah. Just Demo feeding seven. off that Pado energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's never not fucking doing something. And, like. we, and we have like band practice every Tuesday night so we kind of like flesh out ideas and like yeah, yeah. go from there. So it's been yeah, so yeah. good. But All right, should we wrap it up there? Yeah, wrap that was a up. fucking good podcast, Thank man. you very much, Yeah, mate. thanks for coming on. We will definitely have you back on and, and I'm excited uh, for getting back into some fucking shows. And uh, yeah. You're a fucking legend. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks, for Thanks me. everyone for listening. Thank yeah, um, thank you very much. Make sure you go on to uh, Facebook. And we're you still follow. on fucking 996, cunt. You know, we've no, been here's, on- here's the problem, right? Is like actual followers, we've hit, we've hit a thousand. Yeah, we're like, like a thousand ten or something like that, right? But, but likes, actual likes, it's just like stuck on 995. Yeah, it's so, so yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell the guys at work to fucking Tip. Yeah, yeah, five dude. more people. Yeah, let, yeah, let's get it there. Let's but like, thank, we didn't expect it to get to a thousand. Vodka, who knows when, man? No, like, it's actually, exploded. it's actually really fucking cool, and we appreciate every person that is. This is broadcasting to their ears right now. Quick shout out to Jai as well, who hit us up this week. Obviously, listening to probably some of our. Well, he's listened to a bunch of our episodes. Asked us about the CBD stuff. Yeah, because he's um, was looking to get some for himself. Uh, went and got some, I think, yesterday and said he's going to let us know how it goes. So um, shout out to Jai if you're listening. I'm, I'm interested. That's the second person now that's listened to a podcast episode and then reached out about the CBD stuff after yeah, talking about mum and dad is. and how much it's helped. Um, that's so cool. Just Can, shoot I, can I ask what, what, which one they're using? Uh, whatever the one that Happy High Herb sells at the moment. Oh, really? Do they only yeah. sell one brand, do they? No, they've, well, they sell, I think there's only one brand. There's just obviously different strengths and different sizes. Right. Um, so I know that there's the two types. I don't know which type because I haven't actually even seen the bottles. Yeah. Um, but obviously, um, I don't know if you listened to that episode, but yeah, my mum and dad are both like, used to be like against me smoking weed and we're like, oh, I can't believe, not that heavily against, but yeah. just kind of like really. Um, and now they're both like on CBD oil and it's making such a fucking massive difference for them. It's just yeah. such a cool yeah. Um, thing. And yeah, to think that then people are hearing that and then deciding that that might be beneficial for them and going out and trying it. Um, and just the fact that it's fucking available now. Yeah, you, you don't like, have to fucking surprised. go sketchy behind the, behind the dude like well, the someone, and be like, yo, have you Someone got told to- me, and was it you, Rookie, that told me that there's chemists now? Oh, yeah. bullshit. So I, it, it, it must have passed to some point yeah. now because Happy High Herbs can't just sell it if it's not there's not some sort of legal thing for it. Yeah. They'll just get shut the fuck down. Yeah, exactly right. Um, I know that there's the loophole for the bongs and that's been around for fucking ever. They just call them water, water pourers. pourers. Yeah. Um, uh, but I'm going to yeah. buy one specifically to pour water. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not actually use it for its intended purpose. What is um, that? That's my water pourer. Water pourer. Yeah, like it just when you get, water, like just keep water in the fridge in it, right? <laughs> yeah. And then when you <laughs> the the fridge. someone comes over, right, and you're like, oh, do you want a glass of water? And then you pull the bong out. Like the the best is when you put ice <laughs> in oh, there. Dude, you should definitely do that. That's fucking great. Let's wrap it up, boys. All right, let's wrap it up. Thanks so much for listening. Take care. Peace. I just got to leave you with one thing. Yes. Um, It's like I can't breathe. It's like I'm underwater. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) See you, Council.